0: Quick question, what were you doing at exactly this time yesterday? If you were applying for a business loan from Linked Finance, you'd already have an answer by now. If you're getting back in business, we can help you access fast, no-hassle finance with credit decisions within 24 hours. It only takes two minutes to apply online with an answer within 24 hours. Cut through the banking bureaucracy with Linked Finance. Just search Linked Finance today. We're open for business. that you simply can't unwind, this is the companion that will talk you to sleep. if this podcast has helped you in any way, or if you enjoy our content, that you consider becoming a patron of ours at patreon.com forward slash one third. them was one more strange Australian animal, and they sometimes attributed unfamiliar animal calls or cries to it. Suggested that 19th century Bunyip law was reinforced by imported European folklore, such as that of the Irish Pukar. A large number of Bunyip sightings occurred during the 1840s and 1850s, particularly southeastern colonies of Victoria, New South Wales and South Australia, as European settlers extended their reach, the following is not an exhaustive list of accounts. bones of some quadruped much larger than the ox or buffalo in the Wellington Caves in mid-1930, by Bushman George Rankin and later by Thomas Mitchell. Sydney's Reverend John Dunmore Lang announced the find as convincing proof of the Deluge, referring to Biblical accounts of the Flood. But British anatomist Sir Richard Owen identified the fossils as the gigantic marsupials, Nototherium and Diprotodon. At the same time, some settlers observed that All natives throughout these districts have a tradition of a very large animal having at one time existed in the large creeks and rivers, and by many it is said that such animals now exist. a story of an Aboriginal woman being killed by a bunyip, and the most direct evidence of all, that a man named Mumbaran, who showed several deep wounds on his breasts, made by the claws of an animal. the bone of a stingray, its body and legs partake of the nature of an alligator, the hind legs are remarkably thick and strong, and the forelegs are much longer, but still of great strength, the extremities are furnished with long claws, But the blacks say it's usual method of killing its prey is by hugging it to death. When in the water it swims like a frog, and when on shore it walks on its hind legs with its head erect, in which position it measures twelve or thirteen feet in height. Shortly after this account appeared, it was repeated in other Australian newspapers. This appears to be the first use of the word Bunyip in a written publication. It's Not Kind of Productions podcast.